This is the Adams Road program. Adams Road is a Christian music ministry dedicated to sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. Today's program features Adams Road songs, Adams Road piano instrumental music, as well as music in the spoken word, offered to God as an aroma of Christ to help spread the fragrance of the knowledge of Him everywhere. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Timothy 4.13, Devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture. Today's reading comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 18. When Jesus had spoken these words, he went out with his disciples over the brook Kidron, where there was a garden into which he and his disciples entered. Now Judas, who betrayed him, also knew the place, for Jesus often met there with his disciples. Judas then, having taken a detachment of soldiers and officers from the chief priests and the Pharisees, came there with lanterns, torches, and weapons. Jesus, therefore, knowing all the things that were happening to him, went out and said to them, Who are you looking for? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said to them, I am he. Judas also, who betrayed him, was standing with them. When therefore he said to them, I am he, they went backward and fell to the ground. Again therefore he asked them, Who are you looking for? They said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I told you that I am he. If therefore you seek me, let these go their way, that the word might be fulfilled which he spoke. Of those whom you have given me, I have lost none. Simon Peter, therefore, having a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. Jesus, therefore, said to Peter, Put the sword into its sheath. The cup which the Father has given me, shall I not surely drink it? So the detachment, the commanding officer, and the officers of the Jews seized Jesus and bound him and led him to Annas first for he was father-in-law to Caiaphas, who was high priest that year. Now it was Caiaphas who had advised the Jews that it was expedient that one man should perish for the people. Simon Peter followed Jesus, as did another disciple. Now that disciple was known to the high priest and entered in with Jesus into the court of the high priest. But Peter was standing at the door outside. So the other disciple, who was known to the high priest, went out and spoke to her who kept the door, and brought in Peter. Then the maid who kept the door said to Peter, Are you also one of this man's disciples? He said, I am not. Now the servants and the officers were standing there, having made a fire of coals, for it was cold. They were warming themselves. Peter was with them, standing and warming himself. The high priest therefore asked Jesus about his disciples, and about his teaching. Jesus answered him, I spoke openly to the world. I always taught in synagogues and in the temple where the Jews always meet. I said nothing in secret. Why do you ask me? Ask those who have heard me what I said to them. Behold, these know the things which I said. When he had said this, one of the officers standing by slapped Jesus with his hand saying, do you answer the high priest like that? Jesus answered him, 
If I have spoken evil, testify of the evil. But if well, why do you beat me? Annas sent him bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. Now Simon Peter was standing and warming himself. They said therefore to him, You aren't also one of his disciples, are you? He denied it and said, I am not. One of the servants of the high priest, being a relative of him whose ear Peter had cut off, said, Didn't I see you in the garden with him? Peter therefore denied it again, and immediately the rooster crowed. They led Jesus therefore from Caiaphas into the praetorium. It was early, and they themselves didn't enter into the praetorium, that they may not be defiled, but might eat the Passover. Pilate therefore went out to them and said, What accusation do you bring against this man? They answered him, If this man weren't an evildoer, we wouldn't have delivered him up to you. Pilate therefore said to them, Take him yourselves and judge him according to your law. Therefore the Jews said to him, It is not lawful for us to put anyone to death, that the word of Jesus might be fulfilled which he spoke, signifying by what kind of death he should die. Pilate therefore entered again into the praetorium, called Jesus, and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, Do you say this by yourself, or did others tell you about me? Pilate answered, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priests delivered you to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then my servants would fight, that I wouldn't be delivered to the Jews. But now, my kingdom is not from here. Pilate therefore said to him, Are you a king then? Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this reason I have been born, and for this reason I have come into the world, that I should testify to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. Pilate said to him, What is truth? When he had said this, he went out again to the Jews and said to them, I find no basis for a charge against him, but you have a custom that I should release someone to you at the Passover. Therefore, do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? They all shouted again, saying, Not this man, but Barabbas. In this chapter, we see Jesus being betrayed by Judas in the Garden of Gethsemane, and there arrested by the authorities. We see Peter denying Jesus three times, just as Jesus had prophesied. We see Jesus witnessing before Pilate, and this chapter ends with this very powerful concept that is an illustration for the substitutionary atonement in Christ. If we go back to verse 39, we see here that Pilate addressed the crowd. He had pleaded with them saying, I find no basis for a charge against him. And this is what he said in 39, but you have a custom that I should release someone to you at the Passover. Therefore, do you not want me to release to you the king of the Jews? Then they all shouted again saying, not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a robber. More than that, I believe he was also a murderer. So we have this murderer, we have this sinner, Barabbas, who deserved the due penalty of his error. And then we had Jesus, who was perfect and sinless, the Son of God, the Word of God, who was made flesh and dwelt among us, who lived the law perfectly. He was blameless before God. 
And yet the people chose for Jesus to be executed in Barabbas' place. When Barabbas, who was a sinner, who was guilty under the law, who deserved condemnation because of murder and because of being a robber, this man was set free. And Jesus, who didn't deserve this, he was condemned to death on a cross. So what's that a picture for? It's an illustration for all of us. We're all Barabbas. We deserve death and hell because of our sin. We're guilty under the law as transgressors. And yet there's this incredible transaction that takes place when we believe in Jesus Christ. This is the substitutionary atonement. As Paul teaches in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, for our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. The same idea is taught by Peter. Christ suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God. So Jesus bore our sins in his body on the cross. He took our sins away from us so that in the eyes of God, we are blameless, we are guilt-free, we are justified, we are not considered guilty, we're declared righteous. He took the penalty that we deserved and we who deserve death and hell. What do we get? We who believe in Jesus, for whom this transaction applies, we get all the rewards that Jesus earned on our behalf. We get grace, we get eternal life, we get God's favor, we have forgiveness. We have the righteousness of Christ imputed towards us as a free gift. And the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all of our sins, so that when God sees us, it's just as if we have never sinned. But in the eyes of God, we are righteous, we are holy, we are blameless, and we are worthy to enter heaven not because of anything we did or deserved, but because of the work of Christ, that transaction that took place through the gospel, through his death, burial, and resurrection on our behalf. This next song is called In Our Place from the Adams Road album, Immeasurable. like no one can devoid of sin he had become sinful man for us for our sake he emptied himself for us as our Dude, 
intercession for me and you. We're declared righteous by His grace. He paid the debt in our place. Died for me and you in our place. Death upon the cross to save all the lost by His grace. As our substitute died for me and you. Jesus prayed alone in the garden. He was troubled even to death. And there he was betrayed. Then he was tried and condemned, slapped in the face, denied and abandoned. He was led to the place of the skull and there he hung on the cross for all of us. Jesus came into the world not to condemn, but to save all people who would confess and have faith in his name. Consider the grace Jesus exemplified even on the cross. Father, please forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Jesus prayed as he was bleeding our salvation from his hands and feet, being pierced for our iniquities. Think of it, guys. He bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, we have been healed. Here's the Passion Song from the Adams Road album, Great Commission. Say 
you're listening to this content today through the radio broadcast, we just want to let you know that this content is also released as a podcast on a weekly basis. You can find it by searching Adams Road Podcast. Micah Wilder, a member of our ministry, recently wrote a book called Passport to Heaven. When Mormon missionary Micah Wilder set his sights on bringing a Baptist pastor and his congregation into the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, He couldn't have imagined that the entire trajectory of his life was about to be changed forever. Micah's passionate effort to convert these Christians was met by a surprising challenge. To read the Bible through the eyes of a child, letting the Word speak for itself. He learned of a God whose love did not have to be earned, and he wrestled with the radical idea of God's mercy for the remaining 18 months of his mission. As he struggled to reconcile the teachings of his church with the truths revealed in the Bible, he encountered the true character of Jesus for the first time and awakened to his need for his grace. Passport to Heaven is a gripping account of Micah's journey from living as a devoted member of a religion based on human works to embracing the divine mercy and freedom that can only be found in Jesus Christ. As I lay there contemplating the vastness of the love that had been so extraordinarily conveyed to me, the magnitude of Christ's atonement exploded in my heart like a supernova, radiating far beyond my mortal vessel and bringing with it the desire to fall to my knees. The Holy Spirit then began painting a picture of perfect love before me in mere seconds that I had waited a lifetime to understand. Jesus of Nazareth, the Son of God, after having been betrayed and falsely condemned, was dragged into the streets of Jerusalem, where he was brutally beaten, fiercely scourged, spat upon, and publicly scorned. The blameless and spotless Lamb of God cried in agony as a vicious crown of thorns was thrust onto his head, and the Roman soldiers mocked him, saying, Behold the King of the Jews. 
And yet Jesus was the king of all kings and now sits triumphantly at the right hand of God. Through him, the vast universe and all its glory was created. And yet he was led to Calvary, where he was crucified on a tree formed by his own hands, nailed to it by the very people he came to redeem. And there, on Golgotha's rocky hill, the very word of God made flesh, endured with incomparable humility, the most excruciating and harrowing death the world has ever seen. God's immeasurable love for all mankind was on full, heartbreaking display as Jesus bore in his stricken body the sins, iniquities, and infirmities of the world. Bleeding the precious blood of eternal atonement on the cross, the Messiah paid, in full measure, the debt that we owed God because of our transgressions. But this priceless offering wasn't just a collective sacrifice, it was personal, it was intimate, it was for me. The Savior of the world drank the cup of wrath that I deserved and freely poured out his soul to death for me. As my kingly substitute, he willingly took my place on the cross of Calvary and died on my behalf, a guilty sinner, all the while looking into my eyes and proclaiming his ineffable love for me. Jesus endured a transcendent passion that was driven by an infinite and intimate love that surpasses all knowledge and understanding. He suffered and died because he loved. And for the joy that was set before him, Christ endured the cross. My salvation was that joy. How could anyone love me so much? It was only in this metamorphic flash of grace that it was impressed on me with such an unparalleled intensity just how deep and wide and magnificent that love really was. A love that drove Christ to endure the unthinkable and while suffering unspeakable pain, see my very face. This was a profound love that encompassed the very essence and nature of God himself. This was the sacrificial agape love I had long been waiting for. The only love that could eternally satisfy. Truly, there is no greater expression of love. We hope you'll consider getting a hold of this wonderful resource. You can learn more about this book at adamsroadministry.com. Passport to Heaven can be found wherever books are sold. This is the Adams Road Program. Adams Road is a Christian music ministry dedicated to sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. Today's program features Adams Road songs, Adams Road piano instrumental music, as well as music in the spoken word, offered to God as an aroma of Christ to help spread the fragrance of the knowledge of Him everywhere. Check out the Adams Road website at adamsroadministry.com. There you can download our songs for free, as well as our spoken word and instrumental music content. In addition, we share testimonies about the love of Jesus Christ and how He's transformed our lives. Please contact us through our website if you're interested in scheduling our Adams Road team for a time of song and testimony, or if you're interested in scheduling our pianist for a time of spoken word, piano music, and testimony. May the grace of our Lord Jesus be with you all.